This season, Guys Telling Stories seeks out fascinating people with a good story to tell about starting a family or starting a new business. I'm Rich Douglas, and this man beside me is my co-host, Bill Easton. Got a good one for you today, Bill. Mm. We're excited. We're a couple of guys who love a good story, so join us on our quest today to find fascinating people with a good story to tell. This is Guys Telling Stories. Welcome to Guys Telling Stories. Bill, great to be back with oh, you. Oh, it's good to be here. Oh, how you feeling after last week's episode? That was Pretty great. Good? That was a good time. Oh, yeah. I'm happy that you got a chance to uh, hear a little bit about business, and uh, I'm excited about our guest today. Full disclosure, I have not watched any of these videos. <laughs> well, let me introduce the guest first. <laughs> okay. I'm excited about our guest today, Gina Nebazar. Gina is the chief of product and one of the founders of Ovia Health. There's, it's the leader in women's health with a family of apps that help people get pregnant, uh, be pregnant, and help them parent. I'm, look, I'm looking at it now, though. I know. Well, full disclosure, Bill, you are not a parent. That's a true story. And you've never been pregnant. Nope, I have not been pregnant. And if I was, I'd watch this video. Well, there you go. Well, uh, background story is that we are expecting, my wife and I, our first child in February, and she's on these apps all the time to just learn about what's normal and what to expect, and they've been super helpful. So I thought we'd have Gina on today. This is pretty exciting. This is kind of new um, new stuff. Newer, I guess, because it uses apps, it uses phones, it uses YouTube, and uh, we're kind of cool. Well, yeah, you know, I'll share a little story with you, Bill, about some of the pregnancy stuff. It's been going really well. We just registered for all the baby stuff mm-hmm. not too long ago. Painted. <laughs> we got I the, saw some paint up. We got some paint up in the in the baby's room, and you know, it's funny. We want to we want to get set up, but we were at all these baby stores registering, and uh, we what we what we wanted was to get everything we wanted. Yeah. For the baby, the only problem was we really don't know. What we what you want what you want because we don't know what we need, and I feel like we're not going to know what we need unless we kind of go out there and shop and take a look at everything. So we're we're at all these stores, and I got to tell you, they're set up like mazes. There's you walk in, it doesn't matter if you've got a list or if you got blinders on. As soon as you get to one section, there's like at least three of everything. Uh-huh. Sometimes up to fifteen. We we got there and we're looking at like bottles and diapers, um, high chairs. There was 15 different kinds it's of high chairs. It's probably a little overwhelming. Well, which high chair do you want? Do you want the high chair that's a convertible, three different kinds of high chairs? Do you want the one that goes kind of underneath the countertop that you could bring out to you at a restaurant or something? I just... You bring your own in then? Like, yeah, yeah a BYO high chair. Yep, huh. yep. <laughs> so we thought we might be able to get it done in a weekend. And after that first day, we just came home exhausted. And- I'll go with you, but I'm not going to be much help. <laughs> well, I appreciate the support. Sure. It, it's funny you offered because coming home surprised we didn't get everything done. We realized that like we have all these friends and family and coworkers and neighbors. They've they've all gone through it before. And so as soon as they said, you know, hey, how how'd registering go? They they realized that we needed a little bit of help uh-huh. and some support. Did they laugh at you? No, not That's at all. That's good. Not at all. That's very good. You know what people started to do is tell us what we needed and what we didn't need. And we had all these ideas of what we wanted. This was what we needed and what we didn't need. You know, you may not need three different kinds of swings or chairs or yeah. five different play pens or 15 high chairs. You know, you need one. One of the funny things I realized, you know, for a little while, the baby's going to n- not be mobile for, for, like, let's say the first seven, eight, nine months. 
so so you don't need three different swings. You yeah. need you need one that the baby's going to like and use. And so that was a that was very freeing because we we had the advice that we needed well, good. to go out there and register and I can say we we uh we are registered. That's awesome. Yeah. All yeah. right. It was funny, you know, we finally figured out what we what we needed by figuring out what other people needed and and getting their advice. All right. Well, I hope it goes well. Yeah. Well, speaking of advice, we've got our guest today, Gina Nebazar. Bill, she is the face of this company in the sense where she has all these videos of every single week following your pregnancy while she was pregnant. She recorded these videos and she tells mm-hmm. you what to expect, uh, what's normal. Um, you may be experiencing certain uh, symptoms, and if you are, what to do. It's uh, it's pretty helpful resource. And it's an actual video. It's not just like an audio recording, which is kind of cool, and it's actually her making these videos, which mm-hmm. kind of puts herself out there showing that, you know, don't. this is something that you shouldn't be afraid of. This is what, this is what, this is what I look like, and this is... I'm here to help. Yep. And her company, Ovia, is just crushing it in the sense that they have apps to help you get pregnant, be pregnant, and for parenting. So uh, I can't wait to hear about how she got involved in, in this company and, uh, and what she has in store for, for the future. Well, I'll ask her for you. <laughs> all right. I, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's do it. Let's give Gina a call. Sounds good. Hey, Gina, welcome to the show. Hi, Rich. Thank you. Yeah, Bill's here too. Bill. Hello. Yep. Of yeah. course. I'm you here. excited for the, you excited for this one, Bill? I haven't missed one yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Well, Gina, you know, um, you are the face and the voice of the Ovia Health app that my wife has been using so much during our first pregnancy. But I was hoping you could introduce yourself a little bit, maybe um, talk about the company, mention the website before we get started. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, first, congratulations to you and your wife. That's really exciting. Uh, when do you do? We're due February 9th. So we are just coming, like basically approaching that last trimester. And uh, she's doing really well. I'm very healthy, but, uh, you know, there's some changes. But how are you doing, right? <laughs> how am I doing? I'm doing great. We're getting the baby's room ready. Uh, we, we did register and, uh, and uh, she has her shower in a week. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be more excited for it. Oh, great. Do you have some sympathy pregnancy happening? I do. I do. I was worried about everything. Sympathy, weight gain, sympathy, <laughs> loss of sleep. Yeah. In my first pregnancy, my husband used to say that we were eating for three. And I think he, I think he gained net more than I did. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. But I, I think you might like that, Bill. I'm going to start eating for you guys. Yeah, you sure can. <laughs> You know, she is a fitness instructor along with her regular job. And so just going to the gym and following along with her, she's still kicking everyone's butt in class. Don't get me wrong. It's just getting a little bit more challenging to do some of the ab moves or, you know, bending down and things like, things like that. Uh, well, it's, it'll, it'll be worth it uh, come February. I know. We can't wait. And I heard you're uh, expecting uh, your, your second, correct? May, by the time this airs, you may even uh, already have given birth. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm second. I'm pregnant with my second daughter, and uh, she's doing a couple weeks. So it's happening. Winter's coming. She's. She's. she's you uh, named her Winter. <laughs> <laughs> she's. Um. Yeah. She's coming. She's. It's all. It's all coming out. Pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Bill, you remind me of the Game of Thrones T-shirt. Winter is coming. Yeah. Winter is coming. Yeah. Baby is coming. 
Baby is coming. Absolutely. And her name's Winter. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gina, before this gets too far off the rails, where can, <laughs> <We're> people, <too> <laughs> late. <laughs> where can people find out more about you and uh, Inovia Online? All right. So this is Gina Nevasar. I'm Chief of Product and co-founder of Ovia Health, the women's health and technology company. Uh, you may have used or have heard about our apps, Ovia Facility, Ovia Pregnancy, and Ovia Parenting, uh, which have helped uh, over 8 million people take control of their reproductive health and have beautiful, healthy babies uh, like Rich's will be. And uh, please download the apps uh, if you're doing anything from, you know, tracking your, your cycle, trying to get pregnant, tracking your pregnancy or, or your little one, your children's development. Um, you can get them on the App Store or Google Play as Ovia Fertility, uh, Via Pregnancy, and Ovia Parenting. Well, for anyone that's not familiar with the apps or maybe some of our male listeners, my personal story was that we were having a little bit of trouble getting pregnant, like I mentioned on our season preview, and my wife was using the fertility app. And just by sort of tracking things, we sort of felt like we were taking more control and ownership over the process. And we took the ups with the downs, and then we had a successful pregnancy. And We've been so excited, like I mentioned, for the past few months, but now there's the pregnancy app as well. And Gina, I'll give you credit. You're the face of that app. Once a week or sometimes more, she's watching these videos of you describing your own pregnancy week by week. It had to be a little bit of a challenge to record those. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that process? Sure. So, in, yeah, in Ovia Pregnancy, uh, we took uh, these week-by-week video series of my first pregnancy. Uh, and then now if you were to download Ovia Pregnancy and, uh, you know, enter your due date, you would get the week's pregnant video uh, corresponding with whatever week I had I'd filmed. So if you're 12 weeks pregnant, you'd get uh, a, my week 12 pregnancy video and then week 13, 14 going and going forward. Uh and it was an amazing experience. I can't believe some of the things that I shared on those videos. They're pretty <laughs> stories about physical symptoms. Um, but it was really rewarding. I mean, there was a lot of time. And, um, you know, we tended a, a half a day or a day of filming every week. But it's just an incredible, rewarding experience. It, uh, I, you know, people, will, you know, pregnant women will stop me on the street and ask me if I'm, you know, oh, why aren't you the same week's pregnant I am? Or, uh, <laughs> Uh, or they'll thank me and we receive such really great messages from women saying friend during their pregnancy that was pregnant. So it was nice to feel like they had uh, a girlfriend through the pregnancy at the same time they did. Yeah. One of the things that I just thought was so cool in the beginning, maybe you can tell me where you guys got this idea, was there was a different f- fruit or vegetable for every single week. And it describes maybe the size or weight of the baby as it's as it's growing inside you. So where where'd the idea for that come from? So the, the fruit and vegetable analogy is, has been around for a while. Uh, and what so Avia, what we did is we tried to make the fruits and vegetables a little more fun. So instead of you know, an apple, it's a spicy jalapeno. But uh, um, the really fun thing that we did was enable somebody to, like, set a theme. So say you want to know, you know, what your baby size is, is related to a, a food or fruit or vegetable. You know, your, your baby might be the size of a zucchini or a pumpkin. But you can also set it to a few more themes like Parisian bakery or uh, fun and uh, toys and games or weird but cute animals. <laughs> So your baby might be the size of a clownfish or a Barbie doll or um, uh, something that's a, a little a little more fun. And we hear from 
uh, our users that they, they it's like it's kind of fun but also kind of weird to like imagine a you know like a, a hedgehog inside of you <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it makes it a little more exciting I've never had a hedgehog inside of me so <laughs> Well, I think in the videos we actually whipped out a real hedgehog <laughs> just to show you, <laughs> like somebody had it as a pet, and we're like, let's bring in the hedgehog. That's great. <laughs> well, it's educational too because I mean, you're learn. I didn't know what some of these fruits and vegetables were to be honest with you, but I think right now we're just past the bunch of bananas, and it's oh, right. <laughs> it's just so funny to like watch these week twenty four, twenty five, twenty six videos, and and they really do. And Bill, feel free to chime in here. They really do ad- uh, address maybe the concerns you do have, but they also bring up a couple that you don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you're watching the video and and you're like basically maybe a week ahead trying to figure out what you might be going through, how do you avoid putting this into people's heads that there's going to be something uncomfortable coming in the near future? That's a great question. I think when when someone becomes pregnant, there's actually a lot of uh, fear and, and anxiety around you know caring for the new human that you're you know solely responsible for. Uh, what we try to do at Ovia with the with the apps is really help you um, understand what's normal and what's to be expected, and then also raise red flags if something isn't normal and you should be contacting your provider. So for example, say you're in week 13 and you enter that you have back aches, Ovia might tell you, oh, you know, guess what? Uh, 14% of women in that same week of pregnancy also experience back aches. Totally normal. Of course, contact your provider if you're concerned. But uh, this is the percentage of OVA users that also experience this symptom. It's completely normal. Uh, and then on the other hand, say you're in your third term and uh, you have a history of preterm labor and have intense lower back aches. You might enter that in OVA, and OVA would say the opposite. It would say actually you should reach out to your provider. Uh, because this is a sign of, of preterm delivery. So what we're trying to do is kind of answer those quintessential questions like, is this normal? Uh, and help, you know, kind of calm the anxieties uh, that are that are frequent throughout pregnancy, but also um, help you notify, notice the signs and symptoms of, you know, bigger health risks that could pr- potentially be mitigated or avoided if you contacted your provider. Yeah, it really is like a reassuring uh, app and it is something that my wife is using as a resource just to find out that everything is is normal and 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 so bill it was a good question you know because uh you know there's a lot of fear and you really are worried a lot of feedback on that question guys make me feel good yeah (laughs) so many weird things and new things that happen to your body when you're pregnant i mean every day i'm like what is that (laughs) uh but um it's it's helpful to know that that's expected during pregnancy, or that other women are also experiencing uh, anything from leaky nipples to uh, back pain to um, other uncomfortable uh, uh, symptoms. Absolutely, yeah. I remember laughing at one video. Maybe it was uh, more recent, or maybe. (laughs) Correct me if you don't remember this, but you were mentioning some sort of leaky nipple when you were like out at some function and you you said your husband was almost like happy he was like oh they work all right yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) and it's always so uncomfortable too like people will come in for like a job interview for example and they'll tell me about that story and it kind of catch or right now you telling me about it and you're like what did I share but it's it's I'm glad that I did it I mean I am not uh 
I, I am really glad that, you know, it's something that helps make pregnancy and just women's health less taboo. Uh, so if other women see me talking about something as embarrassing as your nipples leaking at a work event, uh, they, you know, maybe don't feel as uncomfortable um, about it as well. So I sometimes look back and think how I shared that, uh, but I'm ultimately glad to be kind of destigmatizing women's health. So before Ovia, what, what were you doing? It kind of led you to this, uh, on this path where I want to talk about women's health during their pregnancy and, and, and beyond. So I, uh, so before I made babies professionally, I uh, made uh, vending machines and satellites. So I actually didn't have a big history of uh, working in women's health. I started out my career as an engineer in an aerospace firm um, before uh, founding my first startup, Automatic Apparel, which was a vending machine startup. Uh, and then after selling that, did I team up with my now co-founders at Ovia, where I've got this you know total dream job of helping people on their journeys through, um, you know, women's health and pregnancy and parenthood. But I actually didn't have a, a background in, in women's health, but I've obviously been uh, you know, a feminist and, and somebody that's really passionate about helping women and improve their lives and the mission and meeting with my co-founders and, and having this mission to improve the world for women and families and using data and technology to solve, uh, you know, big problems around real, women's health really resonated with me. Yeah. Can you tell us uh, the story about the uh, beta baby and, and with the one of your co-founders, uh, Alex? Right. My co-founder, Alex, uh, he and his wife, so he and his wife decided they wanted to start a family. And he was getting his master's in statistics at Harvard. So when he and his wife decided they wanted to start the family, he did what any what any man would do and wrote an algorithm. <laughs> it was a <laughs> very sexual story. But they they ended up, um, you know, the, the algorithm worked and they conceived what we lovingly call the beta baby. And uh, we he eventually teamed up with my co-founders, Paris and Roy and myself, to you know create a business and a product around this idea of using data to help women understand their ovulation and their and their health a little better. Yeah, isn't that wild, Bill? The the ovulation app came out of uh, of a guy trying to help his own wife get pregnant. Right. It's amazing. I think, I mean, they're an incredible couple there. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, really thought about how do we, you know, change the way we think about women's health. You know, all these women were being told they ovulate around day 14 of their cycle. And if you're a woman and you, you know, that not all of us have these perfect 28 day magical cycles where ovulation can be easily predicted. So, uh, he really saw the opportunity to use data science um, and tech to uh, help women uh, better identify their ovulation and help couples, you know, realize their dream of becoming parents. It's a millennial's dream. It's. <laughs> I want to. Is he a millennial? I think he is borderline millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that new category they just invented. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, when you joined the company, because it sounds like with uh, a full head of steam, uh, the founders had this amazing idea to help women and help families. So um, can you take us back a little bit to the to the roots of the company? 
Okay, so Alex had developed this algorithm and, and had a website and it had gained some traction. I think we had a couple thousand users uh, just, you know, sign up organically. And then he reached out to our CEO, Paris, who had a background in um, fertility entrepreneurship. I think there was, you know, maybe one fertility entrepreneur in Boston and that's how they got connected. Uh, and Paris was automatically just drawn to the the concept and, uh, it was just a you know a couple months after that that he and I got connected and we started working together. Uh, um, you know, the next day after we met, uh, all for free for a couple months. <laughs> right. Did you guys have any hurdles or obstacles along the way starting the company? I can't think of any major, uh, you know, turning points or or big roadblocks uh, other than the normal normal ones, which is you know not having enough resources to do everything that you you want to accomplish that's a big one another big struggle we have too is really helping people understand the problem i mean women's health is so taboo it's such a hard uh it's such a hard challenge for so many people i mean you look at even starting with the women's first period and how many taboos are around uh her health starting as early as that and then, you know, fast forward to uh, later when she tries to access birth control or when she goes through her fertility journey. I mean, I think a lot of people will tell you that um, going through uh, the process of getting pregnant can be incredibly taxing and, and really hard. As many as like one in six couples have some struggle conceiving. And when you have a struggle conceiving, I mean, you're it's a pretty hard place to be in. Some people question their health, their relationships. Is something wrong with me? Uh, something wrong with him, you know, what's my purpose in this life if it's not to become a parent? Uh, and then later on, thinking about, you know, just even the struggles of uh, postpartum depression or going through menopause, a lot of these issues, or being a working parent, for example, that's incredibly hard having two working parents. A lot of these issues that we all face are, uh, you know, still treated as taboo or not really talked about. And so I think that's one of our biggest struggles is, you know, getting the problem to be, you know, uh, have uh, more awareness around the problem that women and families face and that this is something worth solving uh, and it's something worth talking about and proving. Yeah, right on. I, I think that the social awareness piece is one where, you know, we as a society have a, a, like a long way to go, but um, in a more intimate sense too, even that self-awareness piece has to be developed first. Uh, what, what what do you see Ovia doing either currently or in the future to help with that social awareness piece? Well, I think we're obviously we have this platform where we're able to help not just individual women, but also we work with organizations, um, research institutions, and self-insured employers to help them uh, better support women and families in the workplace and better support their health. Uh, and then I think at a minimum, Ovia helps every single user that it serves. Uh, a lot of women will tell me that Ovia is like their best friend. They'll say like Ovia is um, like the first person I talk to in the morning. Uh, I tell her what I had for breakfast and what I'm feeling. And Ovia is the only one in my life who asks me how I'm feeling every single day, uh, which is incredibly powerful and important uh, because we're I realize, like at a minimum, what we're doing is just helping somebody have a conversation about their health, um, a conversation they might not have otherwise had with themselves, their partner, or even their doctor. Uh, so I think that's step one is just like asking a woman every single day, how are you feeling? 
uh, and empowering her to speak up about her health, either with um, internally or with um, someone close to her or her provider. Can you do that in like different voices? So you can do like the sexy, how are you feeling? <laughs> voice? <Yeah>. Or, no. <laughs> no. No. Maybe down the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, any um, more of a personal question than on my side, any suggestions for if the answer to how are you feeling is, you know, not that great today? You know, what's a good way for someone to still be supportive, uh, you know, if things aren't going that great? No, and I think that's one of the, the, yeah, the key drivers of Ovia is that we are that person listening. So when somebody enters that she feels depressed uh, into Ovia pregnancy, we might tell her, um, you know, we might give her some words of encouragement or resources. And then we also look for trends in her data. So she's entering that she feels depressed multiple days in a row. We're sort of raising the flag and asking her to connect with her provider about it. So uh, anything that a woman enters in Ovia, we're either you know providing feedback and information, um, or even a call to action to seek out help. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's so incredible to have these resources because you know, Bill, we were talking before things like this didn't seem like they weren't on anyone's radar uh, ten years ago. No, and you you know some some providers as as we're calling them have you keep a, a journal and and you write stuff down and maybe that goes back you know, maybe 30, 40 years. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't really know, but this is, this takes it to the level where the technology is now and, uh, and tracks it and uses actual data, which is awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Quick break to talk about podcasterstory.com. The best moments in life can sometimes pass by too quickly. Why not record those moments and the audio becomes a podcast you can share online from getting engaged to having your first child. The professionals at podcasterstory.com record an audio interview of you telling your story. And the final product is a podcast you can share online with family, friends, or the entire world. Capture those moments that pass by too quickly with podcasterstory.com. And our listeners get 20% off your first recording. Just mention promo code GTS. That's 20% off your first recording with podcasterstory.com by mentioning promo code GTS. So, uh, Gina, where do you see the, the company headed or, uh, you know, what's one thing you guys are currently excited about? One thing I'm really excited about is just uh, the, working with employers on how to better support their women and families. I think a lot of employers are, are really looking for ways to help them, uh, you know, attract or, or recruit and retain not just women, but family talent. You know, the workforce is changing so dramatically where, uh, you know, you've got two working parents and they've got their own unique challenges and you really want to keep them happy and healthy. Uh, so one thing I'm really excited about with Olivia is just how we're working with these employers to um, provide you know, kind of reimagined benefits to them. Uh, one thing we're also doing is um, helping people not just manage their health care, but also manage their careers during pregnancy. So pregnancy can be a really hard time and hard transition for a woman during her career. I mean, you, you're physically strained uh, for several months. Uh, then you, you may or may not get to take uh, some time off to be with your child and then you transition back. And then you're this working mom uh, and your life just got incredibly, you know, so much more rewarding, but also so much more challenging and same for the working uh, the working parent. 
So I'm really excited about that and not just helping women and families track their health, but also helping employers, you know, rethink or invent how they support their family talent. And what would that look like? For example, would it be employers? I guess I'm... I'm curious, would it, would it be you guys coming to them with some sort of integration of what, the data that you already have, or is it through the app? Can you elaborate just a little bit? Yeah, we we're doing it now. So we work with some uh, great companies, large, large organizations to deliver their maternity benefits and be a benefit to their employees. So uh, someone um, at uh, a large organization might have access to an uh, enterprise version of OVF. So they would sign up for OVIA pregnancy, identify their employer, and then have access to, uh, you know, hundreds of pieces of content all personalized to their health history. They might have access to their uh, benefits. So, you know, you the breast pump reimbursements to um, their maternity leave policies to their gym class membership reimbursements. Um, And they also have access to health coaches. So we'll have RN and health coaches that coach them throughout their pregnancy or their parenting journeys. Uh, And then we can provide them also just information about their career and information to their manager about, you know, how to how to uh, manage pregnancy at work and how to transition back to work after having a child. That's cool. Yeah, it would be really helpful for, you know, companies in general to just have a program like that. And I. You know, I just see some of the some of the companies, not any specific ones, a little far behind the times, just in terms of maternity benefits, even paternity benefits. I know some dads would like to be home and uh, developing those bonds. And uh, and then sometimes, you know, you're right back to work, maybe too soon in some cases. Yeah, supporting both parents. I mean, the I'm such a huge fan when companies like we give paternity leave as well. I mean, just being able to support both parents during that time and, and their transition back to work is, is really powerful. Rich, I'll take some time off. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. You'll be here for me, big guy. <laughs> I appreciate it, Phil. Uh, you have a supportive colleague. That's nice. That's right. Why not? <laughs> you know, Gina, we've mentioned it, uh, a few of our other guests so far this season. I have never felt more supported from neighbors to family and friends, coworkers, colleagues, it just, it seems like by making public that this life-changing event is happening with our family and it's a positive thing, people are just so supportive and wanting to help. And they've helped us through the tough times of, you know, how, what do we need to register for, which is, versus maybe what is just a cool product that we don't really need. Or, you know, how are you feeling? And oh, you know, I felt this way too. You mentioned before, it's important to ask, you know, how are you feeling? And I feel like personally, that's maybe the number one question my wife gets. I know. And people can be really supportive, especially if they've been through it before. I mean, they know how exciting it is and they know how challenging it is. So um, I also was overwhelmed by just the kindness uh, and, uh, and and great advice I received from uh, colleagues and family. I don't think I... I think I don't think my husband and I cooked anything for a couple of weeks after we had so many people bringing us things. It was really just overwhelming. Is it the I'll same the uh, second time around, or is, does all that go away? No, uh, so the second time around, <laughs> I feel like my husband is a little less. <laughs> he's a little, when I have a toddler running around, I think he's less sympathetic to my pregnancy pain. But maybe that's 
<laughs> Maybe I'm imagining it. Uh, but no, my family's been incredibly supportive. He's been very supportive. And so my colleagues, um, you know, especially working at a place like Ovia, where <laughs> this yeah. is uh, our mission is to help people uh, on this journey. So I feel incredibly supported. And if, and if you ever need any extra support, you can just watch your own videos. That's right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's funny. I actually never watch them because it's weird to watch yourself until this pregnancy. Uh, my I watch them with my daughter, and uh, it's it's really cute. The whole time she just goes, "Mommy." <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I mean, sometimes she gets bored and turns them off. But uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've seen them. Well, you know, two-part question, sort of just to uh, look ahead. Uh, what do you expect for yourself these uh, next three months after the second baby? Uh, you know, I'm kind of asking for a glimpse into the life of uh, someone who's going to have a new child in their life. Well, I, I'm less fearful now because, I, you know, I remember what it was like. <laughs> but uh, I think the first time, you know, you don't know what to expect. All you know is that it's going to be hard. Um, so I feel a little more confident going into this round. Uh, but at the same time, I've got a toddler. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I think you're going to do fine. You're going to do great. I, you're, you know, you're going to not sleep that much <laughs> at first. But, um, you know, it, it, it'll be the best you know, couple, first couple months. That'll be a great time for you and your wife. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And I just have to believe everybody about the sleep thing. You know, just not <laughs> sleep, Bill. That's so, finally. Yeah, just, <laughs> uh, you might get lucky. Some people get super lucky and the baby sleeps right away. <laughs> well, uh, second part of that question, what do you uh, see for Ovia? Any uh, new programs or resources that you guys are working on? One big resource we're working on is um, these talent programs for women and families. So we, we recently did this uh, study with amongst our users to see, you know, why do women or families uh, not return to their employer after having a child or maybe change employers? It was called the Motherhood in America report. Uh, and what we learned was that a lot of people decide not to return to their same employer or to leave the workforce uh, as early as before trying to get pregnant. So what we've done is we've developed these programs for women, um, starting from the Fertility A app when they're trying to conceive throughout pregnancy and afterwards to help engage them with their career during pregnancy and help support them. So, you know, show them that their employer is really looking out for them and does want them to stay and is hoping to support them when they return after having a child. That's very interesting because I'm sure there's a lot of um, companies that are more friendly and supportive than others and uh to be able to track that and and just the instinct that some future mothers have that to to go ahead and do that especially before the baby is is uh I think it's proactive. We, yeah. we have a we have a kind of previewing a future guest. Uh, appreciation in the workplace yeah. is is so important, but sometimes that language is not the same language spoken by coworkers, bosses, and and so if there's a way for you guys to help people sort of speak the same language and stay connected, you know, during during this time in their life, I think that's great. Uh, it should be a pretty exciting time for you guys over there. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, you know for decades. Pregnancy was just seen as this inconvenience to employers or this thing that was frowned upon. And now these progressive and great employers are trying to say, we support you. Like It's great that you're starting a family. Uh, we want you to come back. 
uh, and they're just looking for ways to better, uh, yeah, support the woman during that transition. So any advice for people um, who may or may not be pregnant, um, looking to kind of, you kind of stepped out of a, a very interesting life to start your own little company uh, has nothing to do with what you did. So what advice would you give people that are completely stepping out of what they went to school for and trained for to do something that they're passionate about? So advice I would give to somebody who's considering, uh, you know, starting a venture of their own is uh, it's okay to start small. I think with, you know, everyone thinks that they have to start a huge company um, right away, but uh, what I sort of learned is you can start with a, a you know, like a minimal version of a product just to test to see if people are interested. Uh, and you can, um, get some, you know, quick data early on without, you know, kind of fully committing and seeing if it's a, it's a, or fully dedicating tons of resources to the business. Uh, so, uh, that's my one advice to get is like, you can start out small and just test a little bit of your concept, uh, before you engage fully and just to talk about it. I think a lot of people kind of hold their ideas and don't want to share them. I'm afraid it might get stolen. And I just thought it was the best thing to just share your idea with as many people as possible because um, the more feedback and inspiration you can get, the better. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think people will, uh, there aren't a whole lot of people out there that, that are capable of stealing other people's ideas until they, they're fully formed. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it, not brainstorming, but it's just sort of using someone as a sounding board. Maybe they have a specialty that they could help you with, and you didn't even know that they did that on the side, or maybe they have somebody else. It's it's simple, you know, networking and communication. But I like the idea of sharing the ideas. You know, yeah, Jean- and it's asking for help. I think uh, I I you kind of lose any sense of shame when you go into entrepreneurship and just are willing to ask for for favors or introductions or feedback and people are more than happy to give it to you because like having a child, I mean, it's like starting a business is like loving and having a child that people are happy for you and excited and understand it's a challenge. Well, Gina, we're so excited for what you guys have going on there. And again, thank you for uh, what you guys are doing because you've helped me and my wife out so much. Uh, it's just been, uh, it's been a, a blessing to, to have a, a resource like you guys. He's telling the truth. I've heard it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for using Ovia. Then you made my day. Um, will you please tell your wife congratulations for me? That's awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. Oh yeah, she'll be listening to this one. I mean, this one's sort of you know for for her. We're trying to get a little bit more personal this season, and you know, um, I'm taking something that I mean, we've never done an episode about women's health before, Bill. But I mean, this one is right up. That's very true. Right up our alley. So this is uh, this is pretty incredible. You know, one more time though, Gina, if we could kind of remind the listeners, where can people find out more about you or, or your company? Uh, if you could just download the apps, uh, Ovia Fertility, Ovia Pregnancy, and Ovia Parenting. Uh, they're on the App Store, Google Play. Uh, please, yeah, please download Ovia if you're looking just to do anything from track your cycle to get pregnant faster, uh, have a healthier pregnancy or, or just navigate the journey of parenthood. Gina, anything we should ask you that we didn't? No, I just thank you so much for the opportunity. It's, um, it's, it's great to, uh, get to talk to your listeners and just spread the word about Ovia and have the opportunity to help more women and families on their journey. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Well, Gina, thanks so much. And uh, guys, until next time. All right, Bill. 
Gina Nebazar, what'd you think? It's super interesting, and for someone who is not uh, going through it, it's still, um, it's just cool. It's just, it's a new idea on an old topic, and to be able to track, uh, you know, I mentioned the the diaries and, and the logbooks of what happens. To be able to track it in a more convenient way and to have something actually analyze what you're doing for you instead of looking for your own trends and turning back paper is not only saves time, but it you're not going to miss something. Yeah. And it's been so helpful for us, and we're in that last trimester and with the baby on the way, and with Gina having hers in uh, just a few weeks, it's just really cool and supportive to know other people are out there going through the exact same thing. That's cool. Yeah, I was. It's it was a great it was great having her. Yeah, fascinating company. So be sure to check them. Did out you learn too. a lot. Did you learn? What'd you learn? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I today. I, did you, what'd you learn? I know you've been using her app. But what what'd you learn today? Well, I just learned that there's other you know husbands and partners out there who are going through the same thing and that it's going to be a wonderful time and maybe heads up you may not get as much sleep but oh i'll get plenty of sleep (laughs) i won't get as much sleep but it is going to be okay and it's going to be a great experience so great interview bill great yeah and guys let us know what you thought about this one it was a little bit of a departure from us but this is uh this is real we're starting a family bill and so i hear you happy to have gina on and tell us what you liked tweet us let us know on facebook And as always, I'm Rich Douglas. I'm Bill Easton. Okay, until next time.